This is the audio diary of the 23rd day of the 11th month of year 2022. I have spent the day um, just really kind of like just flitting about the neighborhood. Um, I had a really simple working day today, which might be a good cue for me to explain some of the career changes I've had since the beginning of 2022 because a lot has changed so uh when i had when i last stopped um when i stopped what am i trying to say <laughs> sorry um i'm rusty at this uh podcasting game <laughs> the last time i left you i had just wrapped up and basically just folded the social enterprise that I was working on and I didn't really know what I was going to do with my career but I I felt really defeated um, because of all these continuous challenges and setbacks and I felt like I could yeah that's that's where that's where I was um and i needed to find a way to pay the bills make ends meet i couldn't just keep you know living out of my parents house and i had to become financially independent again and i was running out of savings things like that so that's when in early january is when i started submitting all these applications to all the translation gigs that I could find, and I'm talking about um, Korean to English translation gigs. Um, it was inspired by um, a good friend who also has done a fair bit of Korean to English translation, and that has been a really good um, source of income for her. So I applied to a lot, like tens, like dozens, and I think I got, um, and, and most of these translation gigs, uh, even though I had very little um, experience, uh, they still considered me because they saw that I was bilingual and a lot of these gigs, um, in the beginning, you don't need, necessarily need experience to begin, though obviously it's preferable that you have experience. <clears throat> and I think I got, um, you know, requests for translation tests. So in, instead of experience, they basically do a skills test to see, for example, if it's, um, I applied to, in the beginning I applied to everything. So from academic, translating academic papers to um, business documents to games, like I'm talking about like online, you know, massive multiplayer games, or PG? Do I have the acronym right? Anyway, these massive games where there's all these game dialogue and things like that, so translating that kind of stuff um, to translating videos and animation um, and uh, webtoons, which are serialized cartoons or serialized kinds of like basically graphic novels um, and also actual novels, <laughs> serialized novels. Um, and so there's, there was this vast array of different things I could be translating and I applied to everything because I didn't really know what would be better. I applied to both translation agencies as well as just individual kind of 
for example, the the company that needs the translation is directly hiring versus an agency which has just a host of uh, translators and they the agency accept clients on my behalf and I just get assigned all these projects. So I had a bit of both. I applied to whatever. I think I got requests for um, maybe 10 or dozen or so translation tests. I passed maybe three or four. Um, and I didn't pass a handful as well because I wasn't, you know, familiar enough on the actual subject. Well, or, or when it came to things like online games, I, I really know very little about it. Um, or some of the things that were academic papers, I, again, had no idea what I was doing there. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would read these complex, you know, chemical engineering papers and I wouldn't know how to, I would understand it. I would not understand it in either Korean or English <laughs> because it, it was a subject matter that was so out of my field of expertise. And so I applied to everything because I didn't know what else to do. Um, I thankfully ended up getting, uh, like I said, three or four different gigs, some of them which were really poorly paid. Uh, most of the poorly paid ones were through an agency, and the better paying ones were definitely through directly with the client. I ended up sticking, basically sticking with one main client um, because they were, they I basically ended up um, going directly with a webtoon company. Um, so they have, uh, they're a Korean webtoon company with a whole host of their own original content that they are launching on the global site, which means, yeah, they, they, there's, there's a whole entire backlog of serialized um, graphic novels uh, that they already have in Korean that they want to sell to the English-speaking audience. And that's what I got started on. Uh, it was, it ended up being a really good fit for me. Um, I, I kind of just learned this new skill and I applied to pretty much all, all remote working freelance gigs. And the great thing about this particular company that I first started with, um, like I said, the whole interview testing and um, the contracting process, it took, it took several weeks, um, as do most of these things. And so even though I really, really rushed to get some, some income through the door, it was probably until only until the end of February that I actually started working for this webtoon company. Um, and I, that's about it. And so I was working for this webtoon company. Um, and I, I've been working for them ever since, uh, I have learned a lot about translation and it's been quite surprisingly enjoyable. <laughs> I really like it. Uh, there's a lot of things that I enjoy about translation. I definitely like working with, um, graphic novels and so, so, okay. Let's just do a, a bit of a history re recap. So I started working for them in the end of February. And like I said, this was just basically a gig I could do um, where I could get generate income pretty much straight away. And I could still remain my, you know, um, location independent, kind of digital nomad 
and working for yourself kind of this working arrangement and working from home and working on my own time i really like my working arrangement so basically i didn't want to change that and i wanted to have a lot of flexibility and freedom to explore other things that i was interested in hence which is why i applied for this freelance gig and it was just supposed to be a stopgap in the beginning um but turns out i really liked it and it i really liked the stability of income that it provided me and afforded me um while also um while also giving me a lot of uh room for freedom flexibility um and basically it was so good to have some kind of financial income coming in um while and especially a source that didn't require too much of my time so um starting in february now it's almost the end of november um at this point i've become really really comfortable with translating graphic novels i and and i basically became faster and faster and faster unfortunately also this company has been giving me less work uh they they just have less content um so that they're uh publishing on the global website for now and so i ended up actually picking up another client about that is um doing and i'm doing serialized web novels so so we're talking about well stories um less graphic novels and i have started translating for this company in september i believe so the second client so right now i have two different clients one on graphic novels and the other on novels both from korean to english and now that i know that i feel really really comfortable in this basic in this niche of translation so this niche i'm talking about cultural content um with a narrative uh inherent narrative built in uh so it's not like <sighs> dense technical stuff it's not businessy stuff um videos i think things that are based on videos like translating youtube videos or or tv shows um films that kind of lectures that kind of stuff is its own whole other category or genre of translation so i've been basically doing this genre of translation and i feel really really comfortable and happy here so for the foreseeable future i actually want to keep this up um i don't have any plans to stop translating it is especially because with um bo- with both kinds of translation um basically it's a skill right and i've uh de- definitely improved a lot in my skill of translating over the course of the year um especially with graphic novels i'm so fast now um and also my quality has gone up um in the beginning it was a struggle to meet the deadlines uh so one of the big pro big uh between pros and cons the really big um benefit to starting translation especially in the kind of with the client type of clients i have is that because the clients i have have a serialized it's a serialized some kind of long long form narrative um both the novels or the graphic novels that i'm talking about are uh you know released in weekly or biweekly or whatever uh usually weekly episodes um 
and they these some of these realizations can last years um so we're talking really really long novel charles dickens style right serialized in little pieces um piecemeal episodes and so one of the really satisfying and really helpful things that has created stability in my life despite having this digital nomad lifestyle is that i have a weekly deadline that creates a certain tempo for me that creates a certain rhythm for me it also creates quite a lot of reliability in my income because i know that every week i have work and the benefit of having these weekly deadlines is that unlike many freelance gigs where there's a big delay between the work that you do and the income, you know, the invoice being actually paid. Um, I don't have that long of a delay. I get it really fast. Um, so I basically get paid almost what feels like a monthly salary um, at on the same day every month. Um, thankfully, both of my clients have been super regular about that. Um, like I said, both of them are giving me plenty of work. So yeah, I'm really, really thankful. Um, and uh, the other thing that I really enjoy about translation is just the clarity um, and the satisfaction that I feel about the work that I've done. So one of the really frustrating things about entrepreneurship that I appreciated, but was also really, really a big challenge was the, was the fact that I would you know work at something real all day but the project would be months long it'd be really really big and i wouldn't even know like what had i done with my day um and and this feeling of over overwhelm of where do i even begin i was really confused about that um and there would be days where i felt like i did all this work but i had nothing to show for the work that i had done the great thing about translation again is that I know exactly the amount of work I've done uh, because I can see the number of words I've translated, the number of pages I've translated because things are broken down into very, very concrete, measurable tasks. Um, and I know my progress against my goal. My goal is also at, in, in, is short term enough that I can feel really accomplished by the end of the day. I, I have these you know, small accomplishments, as well as the bigger accomplishments, right? So for example, seeing an entire series finished, that that was a big accomplishment. Um, you know, seeing the monthly invoice at the end of the day, um, that also feels like a great accomplishment. So, so there are these bigger accomplishments, but there's also a lot of minor accomplishments. And that feedback and that clarity and that rhythm and stability has done wonders for my mental health. Um, it has one, done wonders for my financial health. Um, yeah, and, and especially when life gets crazy because life always gets crazy and 2022 has also been incredibly crazy. Um, it, it's one thing that creates stability and rhythm in my life. And it's also a non-negotiable. Client deadlines are non-negotiable. Um, if I want to get paid, I better get it done. Um, and I have definitely become a lot better with my discipline because of this translation. Um, there were some dark moments in 2022, I'm not going to lie, as there were dark moments in every year pri pri prior to 2022. Uh, but there were a lot of dark moments this year. E but even through those dark moments, the weekly deadlines and the fact that if basically 
the client deadline being such a non-negotiable um, and, you know, me having a professional obligation. Um, and also, basically, I won't get paid next month if I don't do this now. Um, and I would lose my client and my source of income. Like, that, all these kinds of external pressures forced me to break through my procrastination, my moments of self-doubt, my, you know, it forced me to not compromise. And that has been so, so, so great. Um, and which is why I really enjoy doing translation right now. Um, I, my goal, even from the moment I began, was to have a regular income of about um, $3,000 or $3,500 Canadian. Um, and I have not managed to achieve that. <laughs> but the goal was to have that much financial, you know, regular monthly income and work about 20 hours a week. Um, so at, there were times, especially in the beginning, and when I wasn't as fast with my translation, where I worked more than 20 hours a week. Um, because, like I said, my speed per episode has increased uh, by far, by far. Um, definitely with the graphic novels, with the web novels, I am getting faster, but I'm still relatively early with the novels and the stories. So um, it's, yeah, so that's been really great. Uh, so now that my speed of translating per episode has increased a lot, I can basically keep this translation up and that's also why I felt really comfortable to take on a second client. Um, my goal um, is, I, so what I wanted to do was get to a point where I could, I would have this relatively stable and, you know, decent um, income coming in, working 20 hours a week, and spend the rest of the other time doing other things. So that was my original goal. To be honest, there were months, um, especially in the beginning where I worked a lot more than that, and right now, I work less than that. I definitely work a lot less than 20 hours a week, um, at least on translation. There's other things I do. Um, but for example, I took an entire week off because of my LASIK surgery. So in the month of November, I'm going to end up doing a lot less work than that. But I'm also not earning as much as that. Um, but all year, I've basically been earning more than I spent, which is good. I managed to actually gather up a decent saving for working for working only like I think 10 months because I started in the end of February and right now it's end of November so I think that's 10 months um or is that actually nine that's only nine months nine months and I've managed to save up quite a I managed to basically save up a decent amount I'm really proud of myself and I'm very happy with the turn that it's taken, um, turn that the, this has taken. I don't plan to become, I don't plan to use translation as my career identity. I still have a lot of other goals, um, some of which I'm still exploring, some of which I sort of have made decisions on, but I'll tell you about those decisions later in a different episode <laughs> because this one's getting too long. Um, but simply put, I am really, really great that I have a solid plan B, a plan B that I actually do not enjoy quite a lot doing. 
Um, there's moments when I don't want to translate and like it's really boring, but you know, 70, 80% of the time I don't mind. And sometimes I ha also have fun. Um, not all the stories I translate, I don't like all of them. Um, there are definitely, I, I'm, I'm usually not a big fan of graphic novels, so that already is um, a bit of a, you know, uh, but still, I am really, really grateful for the two great clients that I already have. Um, and I am looking forward to working with them for a long, long time. They're also super cool with me living abroad. Um, they don't mind as long as they can just send money to a Korean bank account, basically. <laughs> um, and now I have a Korean bank account, so no problem, right? Yeah, I'm really, really, really happy with the arrangement that I have and the freedom that I've worked up. Um, I am actually spent a good chunk of today working on one just kind of random translation gig that I, I got. Uh, so that is not anything, um, I have never done that before, just to accept random gigs here and there. So I haven't done that before. And I also did a translation test for another graphic novel company because my next goal um, is to increase my financial income. Like I said, to finally get to that stage that I asked, um, that was my original goal in the very beginning, um, get to the point where I'm working about 20 hours a week and earning about 30, 30 to 3,500 a month. Um, and I would be really, really happy if I can achieve that. So I accepted it because with my existing clients, it's not always like I can ask for more work um, because they're often giving me the amount of work that they have, right? So um, I, I can't just ask them to publish more, publish more series, series um, like a graphic novel more frequently because, you know, there's a, there's a publishing schedule. So I decided to get an uh, apply for another client. So I spent a good chunk of today doing that translation test and I got it. I wasn't surprised because like I said, I've learned a lot um, and my skills for translation has increased quite a lot. So hopefully I might have a third client, fingers crossed, which would be great because again, not only would, would it be extra income, it would also be added flexibility. Um, so I'm gonna enjoy that quite a lot. <laughs> so thanks to, thanks for listening to um, my career pivot story. That being said, it's not really the end of the pivot because there's a lot more I want to talk to you about the pivot. Um, but I've definitely, definitely, I'm really, really happy where I am financially and, and career-wise and just, just the freedom. This translation um, side job has afforded me and I can, I have now a lot of time and also all this pressure and burden off of me to go and explore and have, you know, basically pursue professional projects for the fun of it and not because I desperately need the money. So I'm very, very thankful. <laughs> and I have a lot of flexibility and freedom so I've spent that freedom um, doing other fun stuff including a lot of domestic travel in Korea so I'll talk to you a bit more next time about the domestic travel that I've been doing
wow, so many things I need to catch up, up on. Okay. And I didn't even get to talk to you about what happened today. Ah, okay. Um, we'll do it all in separate podcast episodes. So talk to you more next time. Bye.